When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with baseball legend. Nice try. <laughs> okay. Tom Bernard. I'm thinking about that for too long. I have not. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Catherine Brandt. And Andy Bernard. Unbelievable. Dave's not in today because he's got some family duties, so he will not be coming in today. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. We got to talk about last night anyway. That yes. was quite the day. I, uh, For those yeah. that don't know, it was Tom Bernard Day at Target Field for the Minnesota Twins, and he got to throw out the first pitch. Indeed. And Kent Herbeck was like uh, doing photo ops, and he was supposed to be the catcher. Yes. But. But he didn't even move to get to the pitch, so, you know, oh. typical. Well, he thought you'd throw it at him. 
<laughs> instead of 15 feet left of them. Which is high and outside. It happens. I just, see, you know what's funny about that? Some people said, oh, you threw it too high. Some people said it bounced before it got there. I'm like, oh, it was, it, was, it was outside. It was high and outside. High and outside. Yep. That's where it was. I mean, it made it over the plate, though. <laughs> I mean, the plate yeah. area. So you threw it far enough. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the problem was that I did forget when you take that step, you go down a little bit on the mound, which would automatically pull the ball to the left, so you have to adjust for that, and I didn't, so. Well, the problem is, is you're not a pitcher. And we also and told you to practice. Well, there is that. <laughs> you're also supposed to practice. That probably would have been a good idea, but uh, Bilski texts me about every hour and tells me that pitch sucked. So, you know, about every hour I get to hear from Bilski on that one. Fun. Yeah. So I want to hear your guys' take on it, because I was busy working the whole time, you know, so Do you guys were. have a take? Or do I have a take? Do you have a take? You guys go first, because mine will take a while. All right. So, Andy, why don't we go with you? Because you that was so great, because Ethan, it was too hot out for Ethan to be sitting outside. It was too noisy. And too noisy as well. well and did, very did, loud in the stands. He did really well. He got his own area. It was yeah, wonderful. Yeah, but he, he did really well. Yeah, he he did. wasn't crying or anything. My favorite part of the night with Ethan was him looking up at Kent Herbeck mm-hmm. like, uh, are you a giant? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is a giant. <laughs> Am I going to get this large? We have to get that picture blown up, Andy. That is a great... Did You did see the picture, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, we got to get it blown up and hang that in the house down, maybe downstairs. That him looking up at Herbeck is one of the greatest pictures I've it's ever seen. Very funny. <laughs> He's like, what the hell is with that? That guy's head is bigger than my whole body. I think we could do a That's whole true. meme with, with Ethan giving people looks because he's got this whole He's got looks. very suspicious, judgmental look He's very judgmental. It's very funny. It's hilarious. Yes. So for listeners out outside the metro area, the uh, Polad family and the Minnesota Twins, Matt Hoy, of course, senior vice president of the Twins, put together a Tom Bernard Day at the Twins game. I never did see the uh, the official attendance, but somebody told me it was around, I don't know, 15,000 people or something like that, which for a Tuesday night, that's... Would you look and see if you could find the, the attendance of last night's well, game, Andy? For the Twins and for being in downtown Minneapolis, that's probably a really good attendance these days. Yeah, I would think so. It's about, like I said, especially on a Tuesday night to go down there. Uh, it was a beautiful night. Oh, it was God, really, it was This whole gorgeous. week has been glorious. I hope it keeps it up. Keep up the good work, Weather. Uh, I don't think you can look one day back. Oh, they probably don't have it. Oh, they don't have it. It's probably, probably weekly or something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's probably true, but... Thank you to everyone. What I really, really enjoyed is when Brian Zepp and Mark Ellis from KQ got there. And I didn't know either one of them was coming until Pat Eberts told me they were coming. Or they were there, I should say. So then they came up to the suite upstairs. It's not a, it wasn't a suite. What would you call that area up there? Uh, there it's not you, a suite. If you've been to the um, It's an admin balcony, there. they said. Yeah, there's it's like three. The Budweiser <clears throat> balconies. Uh-huh. Those. Yeah. And that you have this huge overlook of the entire stadium. It's, I loved watching the game from there. You yes. can see the whole field. You can see everything from up there. It was fantastic. I've always wondered what those what that was up there. Yeah. Well, there. Well, it's like because where more you of a were, eventy kind of thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. It was like it a, is. I think that's where they like bring everybody to sign their contracts and stuff like that, and then they because yeah. they have offices. Dana and I went wandering back where we weren't supposed to. Oops. Um, what a shock. <laughs> there was like a pathetic rope. Thing and we were like, we're just gonna walk around. I this. saw the rope thing, <laughs> and we walked around it and wandered around the halls. And it was, yeah, like cubicles and offices. And we hung out in the like conference room. Yeah, area. there's just an Emmy on the table, but it's like, it's a, like some just Emmy. an Emmy sitting it's in, there. Yeah. It's in up 
for northern. Yeah, it's like a regional Emmy, yeah, whatever it's a that is. Regional Emmy, like daytime oh, northwestern Emmy. Emmy. I didn't even like, know regional Emmys were a thing. I know. I, I think Jeff Passel won a couple of those. I knew daytime Pretty. Emmys were a thing. Yeah, daytime Emmys are a thing too. But this was a regional <laughs> daytime Emmy, hmm. so it was like a whole. I have the Upper Midwest yeah. Emmys. Upper Midwest. That's a thing, oh. Daytime okay. Emmy. Didn't know that. I know, yeah. Dana's I don't like, think I'll ever qualify for one of those. Emmys sitting here? Emmys yeah, is TV, not. right? Yeah. Emmys is TV. Oh, yeah, Emmys yeah is TV it is TV. We are not so, on TV. So, I'll tell you. I had a frantic evening. <laughs> Yeah, you did. You were you weren't even around most of the time. I was not. I was running around. Okay, so we get there an hour and a half early because I was like, I don't want to be rushed. I want to be able to just sit and right. eat and enjoy the evening. I was told that we had two tickets behind home plate, and the rest were in a suite. This is the information I was given. Mm-hmm. Turns out we had six or ten, ten tickets behind home plate. No, it was eight. Eight, whatever. There's eight tickets behind home oh, plate. So did we have C and, <coughs> or B and C? No, we were just C. We were just C. It one was through, oh, we have the one through eight section. There was eight tickets behind home oh, plate, okay. not two. Okay. And we didn't have a suite. We had that balcony. It was a well, balcony. I think it's considered no, it's a suite. No, it's not considered a suite. <coughs> well, I went to the suite level. <coughs> Nobody knew. They were like, what is this? <laughs> These guys were leading me around. I befriended so many elevator attendants because we were down in the Champions Club when we got there. And Dana's like, I'm here. And I was like, where are you? She's like, I'm in. I told them that I was in a suite, but I'm, we're not in a suite. It's this other thing. And I was on the suite level trying to find her. And he, this guy was like, I will take you to it. And you had to take two different elevators and walk around the main yep, concourse. Right. It was. And so... It's almost I like finally, an office building within yeah. the stadium. It is. Yeah. 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 I finally found her and brought her down to the Champions Club. And then Paige and Steven came too because Mike Bilski only used two of the four tickets you gave him. And I was like, I'll see if they can come. We were gonna we invited our neighbors who are big KQ fans and big twins fans, but it was two last minute, so they couldn't come. Anyway, and they couldn't get in because the tickets that had already been scanned to get into the Champions Club because I used everybody's tickets had been scanned multiple times so they couldn't get in and I hadn't eaten yet and I was just like running around and Dan was trying to tell me what was going on and I just wouldn't stop talking because I was just oh, like yeah, frantic yeah. and he was like can I just talk I was like no because I can't stop talking because this is very stressful I was just trying to figure out how to get everybody where they needed to be and where everyone was and so I was like okay Paige, buy the cheapest two tickets that you can find because they could not get in with oh. our tickets because they had already been scanned. Okay. All well, of them. Well, not the ones that I gave you yeah, yesterday. Yeah, because to get Dana into the Champions Club, I had to scan her oh. ticket into the Champions Club because I had no – with the information <laughs> I was given, I had no strategy of well, how here, to do Well, here's anything. the problem. You didn't listen to the strategy. No, you said we had two tickets behind home plate and a suite. None I of those said, things were true. That's what I was told. I said None we had six tickets behind the plate. Okay. I was told two eight. False information. Well, Fake okay. news. So, <laughs> anyway. And so they get, I was like, just buy the cheapest, t- cheapest tickets that you can get and then watch the pitch and then I will find you and I will take you to the balcony. And so they did that. They saw you do your pitch. I brought them up to the balcony and they started eating and I was like, I'm going to go back down to the Champions Club because there's no vegetarian food here other than like a salad and some chocolate covered pretzels. And I was like, Which I were delicious. D- uh, delicious. Everything was great. But I was like, I, the Champions Club has had a really good 
butternut squash and ravioli thing and like potatoes and carrots and oh their food's really good there delicious and so I was like I need to go back down there and eat but then you Andy and Melissa were up at the top thing by that point and they weren't going to use their Champions Club tickets anymore and I was like did you scan the tickets out and they're like no I was like, well, now nobody can use them. No one even offered to scan them out. We just Anymore. left. I know, but you have to scan out in, or, in order to return back in. Well, we barely we got to go to our car. I just happened to have a ticket in my purse because everybody was, like, taking everybody else's tickets because nobody knew. I didn't need to use <laughs> yeah. my ticket to get to our car. Oh, well, yeah, they wouldn't. I had the little I had the little parking thing. The valet yeah. dealie. The tiny, tiny thing. Yeah. And I said, we're parked there. We have to go through here to get to that parking ramp. And she said, well, you have to have a ticket. I'm like, well, it's, this is Tom Bernard. It's Tom Bernard night. And he threw out the opening pitch. Does that get us And in? I have the valet, like. And he, yeah. So anyway, she's like, no. And I dug through my purse and I found one. I found mm, my ticket. Solo thank ticket. goodness. So mm. we got we got to get our car. And then I had the placard. Remember, he, but the, she, she didn't care about that. Yeah, but she yeah. didn't know what it was. That plaque allowed mm-hmm. those cards that yeah. I gave everybody yeah, gets cards. you in anywhere in the stadium. Apparently, well, not with this lady. And you had <laughs> and you when we were yeah. at the house had told me that the tickets that you gave me were for the suite. And they were not. They were for the Champions Club. And so I thought I was me. And so it was this whole thing. And so I found them, and then they came back down to the Champions Club, and there was a woman that was working at the front doors, and she was like, they're not interchangeable between people. And I was like, listen, they're not going to be using their tickets anymore. They're they're upstairs for the rest of the night. They're not going to be coming in here anymore. And then she was like, okay, okay, okay. And I befriended every elevator attendant yeah, like we, we took like four or five different elevators. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of elevators. If you took yeah. four or five, then I took mm-hmm. 15. I'm telling you. I went in and I was like, this is the one elevator I haven't been in. And I was no. like calling everybody by name. And the people that were up in the Budweiser thing, they were like, hey, you're back. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to leave in 10, but I'll be back again. All right. I like was up and down, I think, five times. I got your steps in. I know I would have loved to be wearing a pedometer to see how many steps because it was a, there was a lot of running around and that I was is like, a big stadium. You don't realize sure that until you get up in, the, in that top level it's there. It's very large. It's right under where if you if you go to the stadium and you look up and you see the Budweiser thing, it's up in that area. It's pretty far away. Yeah, but it's a beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful wonderful view. place to be because you have that entire balcony that fits about thirty people. You can watch from the balcony, or you can go inside where it's air-conditioned, or you can just stay in the hallways where all the food is. And I thought it was terrific. The whole idea was for the six of us to go sit down behind the plate, because the other two tickets I just left at home, sit behind the plate, uh, you guys could, and watch me throw out the first pitch. And then Matt Hoy escorted us up to the – I don't understand why everybody's coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. I don't know why that happened. Well, because we got, you know, Matt knew the underground special secret mm-hmm. Grand Poobah way of getting Yeah, to... but we were all there, but then Alex left. Because she was trying was to no... deal with Dana, trying to find Dana. I was trying to find Paige and Steven at that point. So where did oh. they go? They were, I brought them up to the balcony, and then I was like, I'm going to go back down to the Champions Club because I, there's no food for me up mm-hmm. here, really. And I was really, really hungry because I'd been running around for two hours at that point. And I was like, I need to go back down to the Champions Club. And they were like, well, we can come with you because they were there to, like, hang out with me. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know anybody really up there. And I was like, okay. And so then we got their tickets, and I convinced the woman to 
let us in. And then we all ate down in the Champions Oh, good, Club. they did. Yeah, we all ate. That was good food. And everybody had a beer, I will say. The beer that comes with Champions Club tickets for free mm-hmm. is not good. It's no? all, like, low, sad beer. Well, they have to, everything has to be low alcohol there because otherwise people get drunk. Yep. Oh, people were drunk. Yeah, some of them were. <laughs> some people had, like, ten... If you have ten Michelob gold, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. you can still get pretty. It's drunk. like they don't serve liquor anywhere in the stadium. They do. I'm sure they serve whoever sponsors them. They right? oh yeah. yeah. It was they all truly wine so. and beer. That's they what I saw. In the carts, but you can go to. There's multiple bars throughout the entire, and there's a whole oh. self serve. It's a giant refrigerator filled with any pre canned drink you can think of. Huh. Some of them are really high alcohol because Dan and I like Dan was like, look at this place. It's cool. It's like a massive fridge of drinks. And then you go out and there's a whole snack area and you can make yourself frozen yogurt and whatever. Hmm. And so we were looking around and I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. And some of them are what I was looking at the alcohol content, but it's also expensive. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Dana got because you can buy and you can buy. You didn't have to buy anything. No, we didn't. This was another time that I had been to. Oh, Twins I game. see. Okay. And Dana got, she doesn't like wine or beer, and she had like a Jameson and ginger ale that you she can you can buy. Yeah, it's gonna be like thirty percent alcohol. At the no, it was actually they didn't put much Jameson in it. Uh. It wasn't very strong, but it was like she bought it at the Champions Club because the Champions Club has a full bar. You just have to pay for liquor. Oh, and you can okay. pay for well, that. Would make sense. You can't have an open bar. People would just get no. so yeah, they would get yeah, extremely yeah, you're right. And that's you like can a buy wedding. Wedding. Mm. Never have no. a, a free alcohol for too long. <laughs> and you can buy like fancier beers, like local. Actually, I had a local. It was a summit. I think summit something. Pilsner. I don't know. And then I was, yeah, there was just a lot of running around. So the lesson to be learned his here is, is if that ever happens again, you're not bringing any friends. How is that? Why is that the lesson? Because you spent you your whole night to... chasing them around the building. No, I didn't. I spent the first two hours chasing them around <laughs> okay, the building. Well, was that all? But it was, no. Not and it wasn't. It was supposed to be. It wasn't. Well, did you want me to be standing up on the deck with you the whole time? Well, hanging out with the family would have been nice. Well, yes. you guys were with all the. Oh, for, okay. People. I was oh, my anyway. God. It was a beautiful night. It I was know, a lovely it was great. evening. It was I'm not a saying wonderful that that's bad. Honor. It was. Let's not get into a fight about no, this. No, we're not. But I'm not saying that it's bad at all. My heavens. You were uh, you were busy. I figured I was like I don't need to be. Whatever. I don't works. know. Kent Hervick was working harder than anybody. He was working harder than anybody. My, My God, he, he took a picture with every everybody. single human being, yeah, signed everything. We should have had. I didn't know there Kent was a Herbeck Way and all that stuff. In yeah, the yeah, there's stadium. a Herbeck's I mean, like restaurant or whatever. Yeah, there's it is. a restaurant. Yeah, oh oh my gosh! Oh, he has a restaurant in there. Yep. Dan's oh. friend Mike Freeman that he brought is like a huge Twins fan. Right. And a big KQ fan. Mm-hmm. And when you introduced him to Ken Herbeck, I thought he was going to pass out. <laughs> Dana's like, he got real red. <clears throat> he got real and red, he, yes. And he, that's cute. And he just, and then he was telling, because Dana was like, 
so what did when did Ken Herbeck plays? She's like, you know, I've heard of him, but I don't remember like his. Ba-. And then for like thirty minutes, Mike Freeman was showing Dana videos of Ken Herbeck, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, this is his biggest career moment, and he then was he did it. this too, and he was in this World Series and this one, and he was like just going on and on and on about. How great Kent Herbeck! Yeah, I remember seeing him. When, well, that team was quite special. Oh, God, that was a great team was team. just amazing. Great the late '80s Twins. The late yep. were they called late '80s? Were they twins. called anything? Like you know how like there's a dream like, team or something? Miracle on Ice and stuff like that. Never got a never got a little never got a. They had Homer Hankies though. They invented Homer Hankies. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Um, I remember seeing. Okay, so Kent Herbeck is tall, very Six, five. tall, and he's very tall. large. He's a big guy. His yeah. shoulders are like twice the size of mine. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's and huge. And I remember yeah, no. watching him play. He was he was a first baseman, right? Yeah. I remember him actually like catching a ball, doing the splits. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, big people can't do the splits. <laughs> I, know. I can't even Herbeck do the splits. Could. And yeah, now, he was just unbelievable. I know. And now no, all the players are smaller. Like sitting in the Champions Club right there, mm-hmm. you see... All the players. Baseball players close. are very small. They're all I don't not, know. I don't know why that tall is. anymore. It's, it seemed like that team, most of the guys, Laudner's big guy. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, yeah. Gaetti wasn't tiny. No, not at all. Not a most, small guy. Most Major League Baseball players now are Spanish. Yeah. There's so a lot of Spanish. They're rather players. short. Yeah. Is, it because, is, it, is it because of a... It's a huge part of the Cuban culture, The actually Puerto Rico. White Americans just don't really... Want to become baseball players anymore? Well, it's interesting because yeah, really, it's a it. it's a it's a sport that when if you get into it and you're that good, that you can have a lot more longevity and you don't oh, yeah. usually yeah. get hurt as badly yeah, as most other not a, yeah. team sports. Well, there's actually the twins are actually they've got their heights in here and they're pretty tall. Aren't they? Well, made they up usually, seem pitchers tall. are tall. I think aren't they? No, they're all. Oh, they're supposed to be. Sh- I mean, I don't know I if I believe these numbers be even. Well, they have this one guy build as 6'8". 6'8"? Six, eight. No. Six, eight. That's, like, that's huge. 6'8". No. Six, eight. Nobody six, was four, even... 6'4", 6'4", 6'3", 6'5". None of them were there. I was, no. I was eye level with them, and none yeah. of them... I have a feeling well, they I, add 6 inches to the I was going to say, height. none of these... Although, because the shortest twin, it says, is 5'10". Yeah, that's not true. No. That's what it says. Tell from last night looking at all of them. Hard to right tell. There. I, but they won but their game. They did. They, they played. Boston. Yeah, they Grand played. Grand slam and everything. They played well. And it was really, I don't know, sitting up that close is wild. Because you, there's. I know, it's amazing. Isn't it? There's this one guy on the Boston team. He's got red hair. And he's apparently known for his fashion. Fashion? Oh. Yes. And he hmm. had two diamond-encrusted gold chains. And Stephen, Paige's husband, was just like, how much do you think those are worth? Is this Paige's in it the page says, I know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know she was there. Wait, she bought was, tickets. She just talked about that. And I was just... Well, but I didn't see they her. They were up on the balcony, <laughs> and I said, they can't get into the Champions Club. No, she had a whole spiel about... She was right, standing right oh, next to Oh, I didn't her. know that was about her. What, how much are the cheapest tickets to a game nowadays? You can buy... Walk up tickets or something? Walk up tickets for $6. There you go. But that's cheap. I think that's probably only on the day and like up high. 
you know. I know, but you can walk around the stadium. I know, yeah, and the stadium you can probably is... get a you know find an empty seat in a better area. Oh yeah. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you: The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like Suburban Manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy, and that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. The stadium is so beautiful. It is. It's how, it, it, amazing. And it still looks brand new. It does look brand new, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, it I was talking to, new. I think, I don't know, maybe it was Sprinthal or maybe it was Bilski, about how old is the stadium? I know. What, I was, five years, maybe? No, oh, it's way it's more way than that. More is than, it I'd really? I'd say it's like I'm at least 10. 15. 12? 10, yeah. 10 at the minimum. Is it that old, really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Good 12 God. years, yep. Hey! It's 12 years old. Yep. Yep. God, I had I know, no idea. I know, it does idea. look brand new. It they looks kept so, it so nice. Nice. Like, the Metrodome just really got crusty. Well, Metrodome. Yeah, well, that's because really... they shared it with other teams. Yeah, but remember there was, like, chipped paint on the railings? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not that you can easily fix and repair. Yeah, that's it an overnight got... fix. Yeah, it was just yeah. They just didn't. Yeah. Well, everyone that worked there that I talked to was so nice. Yep. Yeah. Like, were... all of my elevator friends. One Your of the elevator guys... friends. <laughs> one of yeah. the guys was like, there's 17 of us in the elevators. 17? So how, how many of you met? And I was like, I'm def- I'm at least on seven. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you have one more hour to... One more hour to like, meet everybody. I'm trying... I'm- Apparently, I'm going to... Got to catch them all. Got to catch yeah, them all. Yeah. Yeah. The staff was all very, very nice. They were yes. incredible. So nice. Well, here's, Except- an, here's an example of how nice they were. So they brought up a couple bottles of wine, and it disappeared rather quickly. Rather quickly. So I, I said, could we get four more bottles of wine? And she said, yeah. I just And then Matt Hoy was there. He said, just go ahead and you know put it on the Twins tab. We're not going to have Tom paying for wine. It's not going to happen. <laughs> They delivered a case of wine. Yeah, there was a lot of wine when I went back up there. I was like, Did, oh, did wow. people take it home with them? 
I hope. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. The tw- if the twins I'm sure. supply that they can use it for another event. Yeah, that's true. It's unopened wine. Yeah, yeah they, they said yeah. a case of wine. Up. Oh, yeah, I was there like, was, oh, my God. There was a lot of wine when I went up there to, like, because after we ate and watched a little bit of the base, the baseball. The baseball. <laughs> um, I was like, okay, we need to go back upstairs and, like, talk to everybody and see how everybody's doing. And, yeah, there was just The page never came back up, though, did you? Of, yeah. Oh, did she? Because I didn't see her again. Oh, no. Well, I was yeah. working the whole time, so because it was yeah. like Tom, yeah, did you arrange this photo and that photo and, and this? That's, and, yeah. that's why I felt like I didn't need to be around because I was like they're going to be schmoozing and doing. So, did you hear the and... great uh, end of the night story there? Uh, end of the night story. Almost to the end of the night. So, first oh, of all, uh, I met up with Matt Hoy and Ken Herbeck and Tim Laudner. In the your your mom and I did. I saw Tim Laudner in the Champions Club. Great guy, just yeah, a great super. guy. I remember I wore his World Series ring. But um, <clears throat> there's a woman at the food line, and I'm sitting there, and she's staring at me the whole time. She's just looking at me, staring at me. So finally, she has the gumption to walk over, and she said, "Tom, could you do me a huge favor?" And I said, "Sure. What do you need?" And she goes, "Could you get me Kent Herbeck's autograph?" <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So it gets worse. It gets, it gets worse. worse. Oh my god. Okay. So I'm going all night and we're taking pictures and everybody wanted to take a picture with Herbeck and I was trying to save her because Herbeck was sweating bullets oh my god. people hanging very, all over very him. Sweaty. Yeah. People were all over him. Thank you, Ken Herbeck. Yeah, I gotta yeah. call him today, as a matter was, of fact. Yeah. But we went uh, above and beyond friendship. Toward, yeah, it was above and beyond friendship. That's very cool. What have you ever done to deserve this level of friendship? Maybe Kent's not my friend anymore. Maybe I don't know that, but as a possibility. But, but in any case, we're going along in the night, and we're taking pictures with this guy. And, that, and every, I think everybody got every picture taken. Nobody was turned down for pictures with anybody, No. which was very cool. I turned multiple. And then uh, one of the security people came up to me. Very nice man. And he said, Tom, I've listened to the KQ Morning Show every morning since you've been on the air. And I just wanted to tell you I love the show. I love you on the show. It's the greatest. But uh, could you do me a favor? And I said, sure. What do you need? And he said, I'm a huge fan of Catherine's. I listen uh, to the podcast and I follow her on what? what Twitter. Uh, follows her on Twitter. Lord and help her. us all. So I had to introduce the the security guy to your mother, who just, he thought she was like Elizabeth Taylor or something. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Might be a little extreme. Oh, are we batting our eyes down there? Is that oh, what we're doing? Dear that was funny. He was a very nice guy, though. Everybody was very very nice. Oh, yeah, super oh. nice. The, the, there was that gal Except for the lady that wouldn't let us go to our park car. Oh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, she was nice. She just she just was doing her job. Speaking yeah. of nice guys, were, oh. we have Tyre Carver on the phone. Hey. Who's nicer than Tyre Carver? That's what I want to know. Oh, let's start the list. <laughs> let's start the list. What's happening, man? Not much. Congratulations on your uh, your event last night. Oh, God, it was and fun. I wanted to thank... Uh, Thank you guys and KQ for the uh, Jim Gaffigan tickets and the, getting into the fair yesterday. Oh, how he was at the fair. He, was, he went after gopher mascots and all kinds of stuff, I heard. Oh, he went after a lot of stuff. It was hilarious. That's what I, yeah, he's a very, uh, very funny guy. Yeah, he is. Yep. You can tell his, uh, his kids didn't fall far from the tree on him. His son did about 10 minutes to start the show. Really? And, uh, Oh, yeah, looks just the 16-year-old. I can't remember his name right now, but 
he started the show, looks just like him, sounds just like him, and has the same timing. So oh, we'll see if he can write jokes. Yeah, he's got like a he's got a tribe of kids, doesn't he? He's got three. Only three? Yeah. Well, wait. Five. 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 Three five. sons. Yeah, they have five kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, Jack, Patrick, and Michael. Wow. Uh, those are his sons. Yeah. Uh, Jack yeah, is was, 16. He was a good show. So there you go. It would have, it would have been 15? Jack. 16 years old. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was at the fair. That, I didn't I'm sure that that was fun. Did we get Diana Ross is going to be at the fair. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people come Wild. to the fair. It's true. Right. So you went. You had a, good, a great time. Yep. Yeah, walked my ass off. Did nine miles yesterday, so that Jeez. was. Oh yeah, the excessive. fair will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm you going tomorrow. Oh, you're going yep. to the fair tomorrow. Yep. That's not all bad either, but yeah, it was. Uh, I tell you, was it, it a beautiful night though, Tyre? Honest to God, it was gorgeous. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it, it was, was a great indeed. night. Well, congratulations on being able to see Jim Gaffigan. I haven't seen Jim. I bet you haven't seen him in person in five years because of COVID and all the rest of it. It's been a long time. Yep. But we'll get through it. Yeah, he did. He did about ten minutes on that. That was quite fun. He did ten minutes yeah, on. He on, did a lot of. On, on COVID and how it, you know, oh, sure. this is what you got to do. Da, 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 you know, it's like his take on it, which was really good. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But like I said, congratulations on your uh, first pitch and your night at the Twins. And and uh, the ability to go see Jim Gaffigan was great. So thank you very much. All right, sir. Well, thanks for calling, Tyre. No problem. Have a good day. See ya. Tyre Carver, ladies and gentlemen, great family. As his ice cream business, we love it, yeah. no doubt about it. But um, the other thing, and I loved what, so so Zepp and Mark Ellis from KQ show up at the thing last night. And the first thing Zepp says to me when he walks up to me up on the fourth floor, he said, you know what's amazing? When they introduce you, I couldn't believe it, but, but not one person booed. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. That uh, nobody uh, booed while I was, you know, walking out to the mound. I'm very happy about that. Why are you guys on your phones? You just said that nobody booed when you made it to the mound. Well, I know, but why do you have to be on your phone while we're on the I air? I wasn't on my phone. My phone. Oh, you're on, on your laptop then, or whatever. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was wrong about that. Hey, you did it yesterday. I did what? Yeah. Got, you get phone calls and leave, which is weird. Yeah, you just walk out. <laughs> that, well, that was about getting the, getting the ticket straight to go to the Twins game last night, so I had to get on that. Ah. We now have Joe on the phone. Everybody's Joe, here. Joe, how are you? How's it going? Marvelously well, because you sent everybody the banner that says Tom Bernard IQ92. Mm-hmm. I love that thing so much. And people still don't understand why I love that so much. But it's like, again, the guy was taking a shot at me, and he thought it was, I don't know, some point to be made. But I took it the other way. It's like I never, ever dreamt as a kid that when I grew up, my name would be on a banner at the World Series. So I thought it was phenomenal. I loved it. And there's no such thing as bad press. Exactly. So what's going on with you, Joe? Now I'll have a lot. I was able to actually see that uh, pitch last night, even though it wasn't televised nationally. Um, it was on Valley Sports North. Oh, I yeah. Guess, uh, maybe it was Melissa. Andy suggested that videotaped it and posted it. 
I videotaped it. Uh, we all sent videotaped it. Sent it to it. Melissa. Melissa edited it. I did miss where the pitch landed. I couldn't. Good. I couldn't pan that fast. Oh, I, can't, I couldn't move the camera that far. Thank you. I'm the only one that did it landscape. Everyone else did it. Well, yeah, I don't know why. Well, that's because so many social media sites don't take landscape. That's true. Everything oh, is yeah, portrait now. Yeah. I don't know why. Instagram yeah. is only portrait. I know. And, and I was doing it so that we could post these things. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. That all works out in the end. So what would yeah. you think of the pitch there, Joe? Tell the truth. You feel like a girl. <laughs> you thought it sucked? <laughs> I was kind of outside on the left, like you said. Yeah, it was just a bit outside. That's all I have to yeah. say. No, honest to God, it was uh, Joe. Uh, we had Adam, Adam Abrams on the KQ Morning Show this morning. He's the stadium announcer, of course. And he was just ta- talking about, he opened it up talking about me as the cat man because when he was a little teenage boy, he used to listen to me every morning. And he claims that I inspired him to get into radio and announcing. So. He he did honestly God, he did such a good job with the state. He wrote the thing himself, by oh, the way. He wrote it, okay. Yep, he wrote it. Wow. And I thanked him this morning because it was just this really heartfelt, really, really nice thing. Yeah. It was Joe the that when you oh, go ahead. When you were Catman, it inspired him to become an announcer. Yep. Is he sick in the head? What do you mean, Catman was a great rock and roll DJ, Joe? <laughs> You're obnoxious. What do you mean I was obnoxious? I can't imagine. Not Not you. me. Not Tom. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Mm-mm. But in any case, what's too bad? knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Anyway, so you couldn't watch the game last night, but what's too bad, because if you're a Twins fan, they blew out Boston again two nights in a row. Oh, I, I saw that. I checked the stats every now and then. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes we, I get the games here. Sometimes I don't. I will tell you honestly, it was one of those just for me anyway. I know it was a lot of hard work. There's no question. I was working my ass off trying to make sure everybody was meeting everybody and getting a picture with everybody they could, and everybody wanted to say hello to one. You know, I didn't realize that Catherine has a a fan boy. I in have the, one fan. Wow, her fan. single fan. A single fan. Maybe but I'll be an influencer no, soon. I'll tell you what, Joe, and I'm not kidding you. The twins could not have done a better job, and I thank the Polad family for that, and the twins, and Matt Hoy did an amazing job, Adam Abrams. Everybody involved with the twins was just fantastic. They were. I agree. Yes, indeed. Hello, who is it? Well, everything, oh. the, I don't know, the stadium does such a good job with, like, the different types of food. Yeah. And it's all, everything that I've ever eaten there, not even in the Champions Club in the main concourse, has been delicious. Yeah. And everybody that works there, like I said, is super nice. The and best. even, not even last night, like, they have to be nice to me because I'm your daughter type thing. Like, every time <laughs> oh, I've ever okay. been there, everybody's always very nice. Yeah, they helpful. are. They're Actually, very, very nice. The guy, when I went into the weird giant freezer thing of, alcoholic beverages yeah they you they have to see your id before you can go in now how did you get in there no this is the last time i went to a twins game oh okay um they have to see your id to let you in and he was like no way you look like you would have been born in 94 and i was like my youthful glow yeah your youthful glow there's no doubt I about it i was it. in my 20s hey. so sweet indeed <laughs> No, every single person, every person that works in that stadium is a KQ Morning Show listener. It was unbelievable. 
They oh, could no. not have been nicer. Yeah, everybody was really nice. And, and, like, there were a couple elevator attendants that, um, you know, they were like, oh, this is Tom Bernard's daughter. And they were like, oh, that's exciting. And I would joke around with them and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, I guess. If you're into that sort of thing. Oh, here <laughs> we go. Whatever. Yeah. Now, speaking of Catman, I have a, a little clip from like Uh-oh. let's see we, oh, if dear. you can guess what year this oh, is from dear. I'll give you a, give you a hint oh, it's a long laughing time ago. already oh dear yeah. oh no this one 75 correct wait just a second i'll be right with you okay are you kidding now <laughs> You didn't know that was me? No. I had huge numbers. <laughs> Just talking over the music, that's nice. Wow. <laughs> you were so cool, Tom. I couldn't think of anything to say, so I just said the call Just letter. keep going just until you know where Oprah got it from. You have to understand something. Oh, my God. That I had started yeah, that's the radio. not obnoxious. <laughs> yes, it, yes, yes. Backstabbing Joe in Louisville. That's all I have to say. Oh, my God. The reason that wonderful. I did that and it was like that is because... You were trying to be Wolfman Jack. No, I was not trying to be Wolfman Jack. <laughs> there he wasn't, no. I I literally, when I got into radio, what I, growing up, you'll notice like Tony does it. I, I don't remember if Troy, Todd does it a little bit. I don't remember if Troy did or not. But we all talked, kind of kept our mouths closed when we talked. And kind Tony of talked still like does Tony, it. Tony does terribly. that, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, Tony doesn't open his mouth when he talks. Troy never. He no. was the clearest speaker yeah. out of all yeah, of you. He probably was, yeah. But so they finally said, Tom, you know, you, 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 uh, we like what you say and all the rest of it, but we can't understand what you're saying because you don't open your mouth when you talk. And so when I did, because oh, I'd go like this, and kind of, you know. We like what, you're saying. Saying. <laughs> what you're saying. We don't understand. We understand. We like what you're saying. But we like it. So when I did open my mouth, all of a sudden I was like over projecting is what that was. So well, I was yes, like, I hey, sucked man. your voice down quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should give a my shout book. out to radiotapes.com, which is where you can find all of this. Oh. They've got clips from WDGY back to the 50s. Uh, oh, it's all. Uh, mm, Twin Cities area radio. That's so. my buddy, as a matter of fact. He's a good guy. They got uh, KSTP, WCCO, KQ, of course, WLOL. LOL, John uh, John Hines. Yeah, they've got wow. all of that old Jeez. stuff. Jeez, that's wow. a lot of stuff. They got Catman's Final Day. Huh? Oh, is this when I got fired? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't 1977, do? Catman <laughs> Final Show. It's hard to believe I got fired because I got they fired. Fire you for? I got fired in '73, '75, '77, '79. I can keep. No, I didn't get fired in '79. I was a Capitol Records rep then. Never mind. Um, what, was, got, what was the reason they had for firing you? In '77. Yeah. Any of them. It couldn't have been that I was hard to work with. Do you think, Joe? Not at all. Uh-uh. Never happened. 
Made Jackie Gleason look like a puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Made him look like an even keel kind of guy. Marlon Brando looked well adjusted. Yeah. Oh, look. No, they're just stacking up on me. This is what we're going to do. We're well, go. you know, i got to bring it down a peg from your big night. Yes, there's no question about it. But, yeah, I do want to thank the Twins again, everybody involved. Like I said, Matt Hoy is the one to put it all together, Senior Vice President of the Twins. Oh, he was very, very Put this nice. thing together. But the people that showed up, every single one of our neighbors showed up. Every single one of our advertisers that were able to come came. All of them that got tickets, none of them just didn't use the tickets. They all came and used it. But the amazing thing was, is the guys kind of sat and watched the game, and the wives were the ones going wild. Like, you know. They were uh, going wild? Going? Oh, having fun. I don't mean going wild oh, like okay. nuts. They were, no, they were just having a lot of fun. They trashed the Executive yeah, Suites. Throwing people off the oh, no. fourth floor they balcony. They stole the Emmy. No, they and I will say. And they did some trashing. <clears throat> I, was, yes. I was running around like an absolute maniac, and I, I had a great time. I'm not saying that any of that was bad. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sure just, you had a really good time. I was time. running around like an absolute lunatic well, trying to figure everything well, that's out. Well, usually but what happens when just... you have to coordinate a lot of people. Yeah. But every, yeah, but that's what's happening. But it's just what happens. Yeah. And so, but I had a lovely time. I wasn't saying that that was negative whatsoever. No, no. I, no, I understand I that. I had a blast. And it was, yeah, it was super cool to watch you go out there. The introduction that he did was Amazing. really, really nice. It was really and, nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Everyone was... Very excited that I was your daughter, everyone that found out, even though I tried to keep it. Mom said you got sick of, sick of it because everywhere we walked, the people were going, that's Tom Bernard. They were whispering. Yeah, a lot of people recognized you. I know, yeah. Why didn't they come it and was, say hello? Uh, I don't know, probably because they thought you were busy. Well, maybe. And Matt looked like a bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt the bodyguard, exactly. I will say, I think that one of the woman that was up on the deck with you when you went up, one of the there was the floor. man, the woman, and the woman. She was very sweet. Super nice. She but was I really think nice. At the, I think she thought that I was really drunk. Oh. Which I was not. But I was just like... Mom's making a I face right just, now, by the way. I wasn't. Um, you seemed hyper. I was super hyper. hyper. Extremely hyper because yeah. of all of the running around. Like I said, I get very loud and talk Hyper-y. really fast when I am hyper. Not you. I know. It's shocking. But yeah, I'm pretty sure she thought I was drunk because like we were leaving and she was like, okay... Drive safe, and I was she like, "She told this me is the just... same thing." Too. Oh, she did. Okay, I no, was maybe like, she thought I was. Drunk. Maybe she I thought you were drunk, and I was like, "This is just how I act." I know. Dad's like, can, "Should I drive?" And I'm like, "If I had two glasses of wine, <laughs> yeah, I had two light beers, yeah." So, so I'm like, not I'm, drunk. I'm set. Not drunk. And I ate a lot because the food. The food is really good. Delicious. I'm telling you. I had two. Yeah, when we shared oh my gosh. Uh, when we shared season tickets with. Some people, and we we went to maybe I don't know four or five games no, a year. No, ten. We went to ten. To ten a year, yeah. And we got to go into the Champions Club. I was like, oh my god, that was. Oh, it's it was always like such a treat. I think I'll well, probably do that again. I think I'll buy a package next year. If anybody year. needs an Andy's mint. Oh, you robbed the. Oh, you robbed their the candy. Andy's I mint. Candy the candy bar. Did Mike Freeman, Dan's friend, <laughs> got oh one of those. God. Got one of those hot wow. dog boats. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what do these cost? A penny a piece. Well, um, they're there to ten eat. cents, probably. Yeah. Well, I, Mike Freeman, Dan's friend, got one of those hot dog boats and filled it with M and M's on his way out. Oh <laughs> my god! Jeez. Oh, oh, god, really? I know we were all. Tom, da- you're never Dana invited had, again. Dana yeah, put. We should Dana not put, be telling people how. <laughs> yeah. Trashy I'm we sure are. They think it's, 
Dana put two hot dogs in her purse to bring home to Nick. What? God. With a bun. With a bun. Oh, my God. You're so embarrassing. Wow. It's all my north side friends wow. came coming over. Honest to God. Well, she was God. like, she was like, nobody's gonna eat these because they were like, what? The, at the, it was at the end of the game, yeah. and it was like take yeah. a leftover or whatever. And inning. she's like, he text messaged me and was like, bring me back a couple dollar hot dogs. And she's like, I'll do you one better. <laughs> <laughs> and she grabbed him two bags of chips and some Reese's peanut butter. Well, I'm glad to hear. And she it. sent me a picture of like the spread that oh, he had. Oh, now we're gonna God. be banned. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. so no. We if had, you see this family, do not let them enter. We had yes. so much fun. It was we a had blast. a ball too. Yeah. Mom, you had fun. Yeah. Andy, you were just kind of hanging out with Ethan, so that was good. Yeah, it was mostly uh, about Ethan. Yeah, well, I felt it was a little bit, you know, hostess time, but it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. It was just a great event. It was a great night. They it did was, a wonderful yeah. job. They did. The yeah. twins could not have done a better Absolutely. job. You know, and the weather was could yeah. not have been. It just was a really oh, more perfect. God, it was gorgeous. It was last so night. nice. But, you know, all of our neighbors seemed so damn happy, and they were just, they thought it was all hilarious because... They did. You know, and I, once again, Mom brought it up earlier, but I want to bring it up again. Kent Herbeck worked his ass off for a few hours sure yesterday. Did. I mean, anybody wanted anything, he took care of. I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. He's just... He and Lauder... There are many, many... And again, Roy Smalley, I haven't seen in a while. I need to run into Roy again one of these days, but... Baseball players in general tend to be very, very nice people, you know, out of any sport. Yeah, it uh, seems baseball like players. they're the least, like, egotistical maniacs yeah. out of well, Number one would be well, NBA players. Yeah, absolutely. I've, yeah, I've met, yeah. like, two who weren't egomaniacs. Yeah. Um, golfers, some of them are very, very nice. They, they have to be kind of yeah. stay within themselves or they're not as talkative as everybody else is. But uh, Yeah, but I don't think of golf as yeah, like one of the main sports. Yeah, because that's not a team sport. No, yeah. no it's not like, a yeah. team sport. Yeah, it's like either you can do it or you can't, you know. Yeah. Very, very true. But Pretty much. You know, I was telling people on the on the air this morning on the, on the morning show, I said, you can talk about how everything sucks and everything's horrible and, oh, my God, it's terrible. Spend one day hanging out with your family and your friends at an event and you will say, God, am I glad I'm alive. It was just wa- just it a really wonderful was. night. It really was. The whole day was actually. Well, I've always liked going to baseball games because it's yep. you know, yes, they are long. Yes, they can be boring, but you know, that means you can get up and wander around. Yeah. And I feel yep. like that's the thing that they do such a good job of at that stadium. It's like, I don't care about baseball that much, but I love going to the games because the stadium is so nice. So it's like you can watch the game. If you're super into baseball, it's like you mm-hmm. sit there and watch the game. But if you're like, I want to watch some baseball, and then you can wander around. Well, especially you can go down to the Champions Club. It's just do, forget even if about. You can't it. go yeah. to the Champions Club. Like Dana yeah, gave a lot of us really... tickets a couple like two months ago or something, and we went. And yeah, Dana and I barely watched any of the game because we were just like running around and looking at different things. And he goes to a lot of games, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been to one in a couple years. And so I was like, I want to see what's new and what's happening and what the foods are and what's going on. Right. Because there's so much stuff. When it's a good game, it's fun to watch. Baseball. Oh, God, those yes, home runs last night. That yeah. grand slam. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. You don't usually when the, get to see one when of those. When the fireworks went off, Dana was like standing up and she was like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's amazing. <laughs> now nah, it was thank you again to the twins for that. It's just absolutely unbelievable. What they did, they put that all together. Uh, 
Just like I said, the only word I can think of is amazing. That from start to finish, not one thing went wrong that I knew about. <laughs> I was never told, "Oh, this I didn't like this or this sucked or whatever." I didn't hear anybody complain about anything. They all just had a wonderful time. Yeah. So oh, that's come on, what Tom, you're really sick. Was that the only reason you're in a good mood with the Twins is because they spanked the Boston Red Sox. Well, yeah, they Michael sure Bryant, Doug Springfall's team. <laughs> Oh, I did point right. that out a couple of that times. Did you see that? Did you get a chance to see the the grand slam on on the highlights or anything, Joe? No, but I'll go back and look at look for it though. He Gordon crushed that ball. I'm surprised it's not it ever came down. My God, did he hammer that thing! And that's what I love about baseball is the the. T- you know, touchdowns are great and all the rest of it. No question. And I do love the NFL. Don't get me wrong. Not as much as I used to, but I do. Uh, you start paying guys 80, 90 million a year. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I know. How could they not turn into a diva weirdo? Well, that's, that's very, very yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah, it. Uh, we had lunch yesterday at Crave over just down the block here in St. Louis Park. Mike Bilski. That's he first in person met Kent Herbeck because he sponsors Kent Herbeck's uh, take on Thursdays. Mike Bilski is the big sponsor of that and. So Herbeck got to meet Bilski and Bilski. I mean, it was just something to watch. Pat Eberts was at that lunch as well. So, I mean, I did the morning show. Then we, uh, Bilski came over and did the podcast. Then we went over and had lunch with Kent Herbeck and Pat Eberts. I went home for a couple hours, hung out with Catherine. Then downtown, it was a very, very busy day. I was really worried, but I literally, Catherine, went to bed at 9.30. I fell asleep, and I woke up at 4.15. So I almost slept for seven hours, and I slept really, really well. I I just think I was emotionally and physically just tired as hell. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. schmoozing with people that much is a lot of work. Yeah, but not one jerk. Nobody was a jerk the whole night. No, yeah, but I mean, just talking to, I mean, like, you know. I have Christmas parties every year, and yeah. I'm always exhausted at the end of it. They're oh, yeah, you, super you fun, do. But you just, it's a lot of socializing is tiring. Yeah. It is absolutely true. What are you going to do? Apparently but, Sharon Sales Benton is throwing out the first pitch today. Belton. Belton. Who's that? Sharon Sales Belton used to be she the mayor of Minneapolis. Mayor, yeah. Like yeah. a thousand years ago. Jesse you know? Diggins, Diggins. Fawn's favorite cross-country skier oh threw one out not that long oh is that right yeah i know i was like i wonder who picks the people to do it it seems like they do a nice job yeah. um, i think that's matt hoy i think matt does that oh really okay. i'm not sure but i think he did. i know um, uh officer dave says he talked to the deputy that worked last night at the um stadium yeah. you mean the one that was mom's big fan <laughs> that would be uh, official <laughs> attendance was twenty-one thousand. see for a tuesday night that's a lot of people I know. And how many? I how many know. people can that place fit? It's huge. I don't know. Let's see. I, don't know. I think it's only about fifty thousand. I don't even know if it's fifty thousand. Is it? It is thirty-nine five. That's it. Yeah, that's what it says. Wow. So that really? place was more than two-thirds full. Well, I mean, it looked like it was two-thirds full. The top level was. There weren't tons of people. After the top. about the third inning, there were a ton of people there. Yeah. Well, you have to remember, people had to get off work, and it was mm-hmm. a six-thirty game. By the time you get home, do something with the kids. You probably come in about the third, fourth inning, maybe sometimes. Twenty-one thousand people. That place holds thirty-nine-five. I suppose that would make sense because the center field doesn't really exist. It's all just a like a kind of a wall. An illusion. There were trees, but Joe Maurer said they were too distracting. Yeah, he said they were too distracting. Play well, and so they took the trees out. Those damn trees. He was. 
Apparently, the record they crammed in forty two point five thousand people. Whoa! So yeah, because there's like stand, there's like well, the club levels like standing. It was a concert, yeah. Well, for concerts, they, they put, put chairs, chairs on the on field, field. Yeah. and the field it was is huge. Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw. Oh, I'll go ahead and wait a minute. <laughs> kind of empty for the first pitch, though. Oh God! <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to cut you because we have uh, oh, we got a guest coming up. We do. Joe, thank you for minutes. calling, and thank you for your smart-ass comments. I really appreciate it. You're quite welcome. We really appreciate it. Have a good day, all. Bye. All right, thanks a lot, Bye. Joe. Joe from Louisville. Bye. Joe of Louisville. He's not from Louisville. He's from Invergrove Heights. Joe living in Louisville. Let's get that straight. And living Joe, in Louisville. Living in Louisville. Living in Louisville. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, my gosh. We talked See? about your Blast Rushkin story last night. Blast Rushkin. Oh, great. <laughs> Flash Ruskin. Uh, let me know when the guests are ready to go. Please tell me. And then I said, I was talking to Paige about, you know, I was like, yeah, and all that rushing around. I'm like, I'm so wired. And she's like, were you Rushkin? Rushkin. Flash Ruskin. Flash Ruskins. Honestly, God, what Alex is talking about. I get home one night from work. Thanks, Alex. Sorry, this never living this one down. Catherine okay, Westheim. you never let me live some things down, so. What are you, about 25 then? Something like that? I don't 24, know. 24, 25? Don't. I come home and I'm looking around for <laughs> Catherine. I can't find her. Like, oh, my God. She then paid. I noticed the, the guest bathroom door is closed. I open the door, and they're lying naked in the tub with no water in it. I think I had a towel. I said, I had a yeah. towel. Yes, you had a towel. You did. But there's my, my like lovely lovely wife-to-be, I guess. It was. Well, let's see. You were How old were you when we got married? You were, what was it? It was 84, so you had to be 25 years old. Yeah, that would make sense. So, yeah, you were 25 when this happened. I said, honey, what are you doing? I don't feel good because we went out with my friends and I drank too much. I said, geez, honey, what'd you drink? Blash Ruskins? <laughs> Blash Ruskins. Sure did. Had a load of them. They're delicious. A, a load of Blash <laughs> Ruskins. Of I didn't even know I was hammered until I stood up and I was like, son of a... Was that the I've only ever had one sip of a Blask Rushkin before oh, because I'm so, so afraid of <laughs> becoming that. Well, it's like it's like all booze, but sweet but, yeah, and delicious. Taste it tastes boozy. Like Kahlua. some stuff you take a sip of and you're like, oh, this tastes like booze. Oh, so, so you know, good. you're like, if I have one of these, I'm uh, all right. We yeah, have snuck up on me big time. Abby on the phone. Four. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. 
Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Abby James Witherspoon, our very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, one of the leads in the action-adventure film Secret Headquarters, which was released on August 12th. You can see the trailer on YouTube, as a matter of fact. Abby James Witherspoon, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? Never better. We were just talking about last night. I was lucky enough... uh, they do a, a morning show in town here as well, but they, they named it Tom Bernard Night at the Minnesota Twins Baseball Stadium. So we're just reminiscing about a beautiful night. On a, the weather, Abby, was just sterling, just wonderful. And uh, we just had a, a great, great night. So we're all in a really well, – I, I think we're all in a really good mood. I think, Abby. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, that's good. I, I hope you all are. Yeah, I think we all, we we are, get, we we, we all got it covered. But uh, so – I, Abby, I want to hear all about this. Now, first of all, uh, I mentioned that the aforementioned morning show that I do. I've, I've interviewed Jerry Bruckheimer a few times on the show. What a nice man that guy is. Oh, yeah. He is so nice. I I cannot believe I got to work with him. I'm still, still like, obsessing over that. But he was so nice. And he was on set basically every day of us filming Secret Headquarters. And he was always there to support us and just i mean say hi and and be friendly and yeah it was incredible to work with him oh it's so great jerry bruckheimer produces it abby james witherspoon owen wilson michael pena uh yeah, i want to hear all about it so how, uh, my god abby you uh well you're gonna star opposite mel gibson lorraine brocco and nora zayner in uh, boys of summer as izzy campbell so we're looking forward to that a unicorn for christmas you're rather busy abby yes i am it is a good thing. I'm awesome. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yes, I'm, doing, I'm doing that and school and cheer, so a bunch of different things. It's well, fun. How old are you? I'm 16. Oh, you're 16. That's why, because I was going to say if you're like 36 and you're still doing cheer and you got to it a little late. Yeah, that, that would be 
That would be kind of weird if I was. That <laughs> <laughs> would be very weird. Thing. It would be very weird. From Nashville originally. So do you, do you live in California now? No, I actually still live in Nashville. Oh, you do? You know, we're hearing more and more about that, Abby. We had a guest on uh, on the show earlier this week on Monday. Same situation. She was from, Where was she from again? The woman on Monday. I can't remember where she was from again, but she, she decided to move back home and just didn't want to get involved with any of the stuff. And she Oh, Susie? Yeah, Susie, yeah. Uh, What's Susie's last name again? Abramite. Abramite. You know Susie Abramite at all, Abby? You ever heard the name? I feel like I might have heard of it. Yeah, she's in a lot of movies, and she did the same thing. She she uh, moved to Los Angeles, didn't really care for living there, loved the work. Oh, Utah. But she moved to Utah, yeah. yeah. She she lives in Utah. She flies back to L.A. to shoot, which is interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I actually, I mean, I was born here in Nashville, and I've never moved since. So I've been here the whole time besides when I filmed. So when I filmed Secret Headquarters, that was in Atlanta, which isn't too far from Nashville at all. It's right. only a four-hour drive. So. Well, I know. A lot of shooting going on in Georgia. No Georgia film. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's great. I get excited when I find out that things I'm auditioning for are in Georgia because mm -hmm. I know I could get home quickly. See, that's great. I love the fact that you just want to you want to go do your work, you want to do your craft, then you want to go home. I think that's terrific, Abby. Thank you. Yes. Most <laughs> definitely. Is. Tell us about your clothing line. Yeah, so my sister and I um, created a clothing line called Abigail Draper Girl. We haven't done a lot with it recently just because I've been filming. Draper has been doing diving in school and I've been doing cheerleading in school as well, so we haven't done much with it recently, but we created a clothing line when we were in about 7th and 8th grade, I think, and <laughs> our first line was semi-sweet, which our whole like mission behind that was basically that girls are always taught to be sweet and kind, and we believe that girls should be sweet and kind. But also, we think that they should be confident and be able to stand up for themselves. And so that's kind of how Simi Sweet came along. Oh, that's a really good reason to start a clothing brand. I think it is a really yeah, good reason, as a matter of fact. Very good reason. Actually, Abby, I was raised in a home. My father was gone by the time I was seven years old, so I was raised by women. So I have that kind of... Um, Attitude about women that, that I, yes, I love my mother dearly, but uh, I, she always made sure that I knew if I was disappointing her because she knew that would crush my soul if I was disappointing my mother. Yeah. You know what I mean, Abby? Oh, I, I know what you mean for sure. I feel that way with, with both of my parents. I, I don't ever want to disappoint them. Yeah, because it, it just, it's too, it's too much. So, yeah, I've been around strong women my whole life. My my mother's mother was a very strong woman as well. I enjoy that. I love that. It's like, hey, Tom, once you settle down, I love that stuff. Yeah, it's great. No, Oh, I do need one favor from you, though, Abby. The next time in Nashville, could you do me a favor and get me a walking pass on Broadway? Because the last time I was there, I couldn't even walk. There were so many people walking down the street. How, my God, Abby, that street's busy. That street is so busy. I, I live here, and so, honestly, I avoid it. I avoid it for the most yeah. part, especially 
I don't want to drive there because I don't trust myself very much. I, I got my license not even a, a year ago. So I definitely don't drive there on my own. But it, it's fun. It's very busy, though. Oh, it's a lot of fun. There are some great acts there, but it is my, I mean, literally, you cannot walk on the sidewalk because it's so busy. You have to walk in the street, and the last time we were there, last November, it was so busy, you couldn't even walk in the street because there was no no room left. People, I think it was kind of post-COVID, and people have been stuck in their homes for a couple of years, so they finally got out, and boy, they were going to go to Nashville, and they were going to have some fun. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's definitely what happened, and and there's a lot of bachelorette parties, a yes. lot of tourists. I yep. I always say I know that they're tourists if they're wearing cowboy boots and cowboy hats. Because people in Nashville don't really wear that. <laughs> no, no, they do not. You're right about that. See, I kind of find that funny, Abby. I, I love the fact that you you uh, took that uh, view of the situation because it's true. It's like, well, I know you're not from here because you're wearing a cowboy hat and spurs, okay? Calm down. <laughs> That's all I need to know. Yep. Abby, tell me about your movie. Tell me about Secret Headquarters. What's it all about? So Secret Headquarters is on Paramount Plus now. Okay. And it's a super fun, comedic, action-packed film that the whole family will love. At any age, you'll like it. It's got humor for everyone. There's a ton of action. There's a lot of energy. And you're going to be on the edge of your seat the whole time you're watching it. And I play the role of Lizzie. Um, and Lizzie is a super outgoing girly girl, but she's also a straight A student. Um, she loves escape games. She's really good at them. And she also is great at solving puzzles and she has to use her skills to help, help all the kids out of some bad situations. That's a wonderful thing. Now, had you ever worked with Owen Wilson or Michael Pena before uh, that movie? Never. I'd never worked with either of them, and I'm so lucky to have gotten to work with them. They are so talented, both of them, and very nice people, both of them. Owen was always there to help mm. any of us with the timing of the scene or anything, if we had a question, and he was helping us out with that. And Michael is actually the funniest person I've ever met in my life. He improv so much in every scene. He would do something different that was more funny than the last take, and I, I could not stop laughing. He was like, you can't laugh! We have to get through the scene, but he was so funny. No, I understand that. I, I understand that how that whole situation works out, but yeah, I've always admired their work. Now, You've been around acting your whole life, or have you not? Because you grew up in Nashville. There's a lot of going on, a lot of theater going on in Nashville. So did you grow up around acting a lot? I mean, there's actors, other actors in your family. Yeah, I did um, grow up just surrounded by acting. I always loved to perform. I did dance when I was around three years old, and I liked being on stage. I did some musical theater at local theater <clears throat> companies like the theater bug and Nashville theater school. And I, I loved it and I loved performing, but I also um, was lucky to grow up going on a lot of my aunt's sets just to visit her or watch the filming process. And my parents would be like, okay, it's time to go. But 
I just didn't want to leave. And I just sat there with the headphones on and watched the monitor. And I knew that it was what I wanted to do. And then after that, she let me be the younger version of herself in Hot Pursuit. And I was on set for a day, but I just fell in love with it after that. And I begged my parents to let me start auditioning and get an agent and everything. So that's, we're talking about Reese Witherspoon then, I'm assuming? Yes, yes. Okay, Did have you ta- sat down, did you stand, sit down and talk to her and say, Aunt uh, Reese, what, what do you think? I mean, did you have a talk with her before you entered the business? Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember, like, specifically talking to her about it, but I mm-hmm. definitely think I did. And I just was always like, I want to be an actor when I'm older. And and I would just sit there, like, in her chair on set. And I just love it. And I think she could definitely tell that that's what I wanted to do also. And it's working out. Like I said, uh, we're talking about Secret Headquarters. Uh, not only Abby James Witherspoon, but Owen Wilson. Michael Pena's in it. Um, oh, i got another one coming up. Uh, Mel Gibson, Lorraine Bracco. By the way, I love Lorraine Bracco. I wish I, I would see her more of her. Are, are we going to see more of Lorraine Bracco? I really enjoy her. Yes. You'll, well, you'll see her in Boys of Summer, and I love her so much. I remember I was on set, and I had a scene to film with her and some of the other cast members, and she came on set, and I was in the trailer, and she just came up behind me and started rubbing my hair, and she was like, hi, like, we're the two girls, because mostly boys are in the cast, and she was like, we're the two girls on set today, and and she was so nice, and she was like, I'm, I love young women in this industry, and she just was always there to give me advice. She told me to always work with directors that love women, and... Yeah. I just was very lucky to get to. I could see that. Now, to work is Boys of Summer about baseball? Because that's what they used to call baseball players, the Boys of Summer. It is. There's a a big baseball aspect of Boys of Summer, oh, good. and it's it's kind of like a thriller. There's a lot of mystery, and this group of kids have to figure out what's going on in their town, in their small town, during the summer. Well, you are busy because now you got a Christmas movie. Have, did you already shoot the Christmas movie, or is that coming up? I did. I shot the Christmas movie like two years ago. Oh, you did? So, okay. I mean, I guess it's not that long ago, but it kind of feels like it was long ago. I've definitely grown up since then, but um, that was a great movie to be a part of. It's called A Unicorn for Christmas, mm-hmm. and that was the first project where I was the lead, so I really learned Filming that, how to memorize a lot of lines and film scenes all day. And so it was a great learning opportunity. And, yeah, I'm super happy about it. Uh, you're 16 years old. How many movies have you done now, Abby? I've done, I think, five or four. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly right. And, uh, and hopefully there will be more. Well, I would imagine they're probably, well, if you've already done five movies by the time you're 16, I think you're in pretty good uh, territory. 
Thank you. I hope so. No, I, I don't think there's any question about that. And do you have, let's say there's some young, young girls and young boys listening, say they're 13, 14, 15, whatever. Would you have some advice for them if they want to get into acting? Because it's not an easy thing to get done. Do you have any advice for younger people who maybe want to get into acting? Definitely. Well, for me, I, I've been auditioning since I was nine years old, and I've done around, like, 200 auditions since then. And majority of those, I didn't hear anything back on. Not oh. even majority. Most of them. Like, very rare is it that I hear back on auditions. And so I think it's really easy to get just, like, down about it or think that it might not work out but you just have to keep going because if you are working on it and you're in acting classes and you really love it then the right role will happen and you will book the role eventually and it's so worth it once it happens and so you just have to keep going because it it will happen see i think that's wonderful you're 16 years old and you're delivering this wisdom about how to, how to get it done. And the first thing you went with as a 16-year-old, Abby, is you went with the positive. And I think many, many more people, certainly uh, in the uh, newspaper and television and radio business and any news reporting business, I wish they would focus on uh, the positive th- side of things like a 16-year-old Abby James Witherspoon. Thank you. Well, it is true. I just... You want to live your life in happiness, first of all. You're, you're lucky. You're, you're from Nashville. A lot of great things going on. By the way, Abby, the restaurants in Nashville are phenomenal. God, they're good. They are. They are. Have you had the Nashville hot chicken? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we have, Abby. There's no doubt about it. What's the name of the place that's like four stories? It's over... God, I can't remember. It's just off of Broadway. It might even be on Broadway, but I can't oh, remember. Oh, it's that. It's a country western singer's restaurant, right? Is it? Isn't it? No, I, I think this is a privately owned. There's like three, four floors of it. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about, Abby? I don't I don't think so. God, it's a great restaurant. The food, the food in Nashville, people maybe think, oh, I'll go down there. It'll be nothing but buckets of chicken. It'll be, you know, hamburgers and hot dogs. No. The food in Nashville is tremendous, really good. It is. It's it's very good. I would agree with you on that. Now, how do you do? What do you do about school, Abby? You're 16 years old. Did you graduate already when you were like 12 or something? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I'm in junior year of high school right now, so the hardest year, yay! Um, <laughs> and I'm just starting it. So wish me luck. But um, I'm actually, I'm still in in-person school, which Are is you? great. I feel like a lot of people aren't still in in-person school once they start acting, but my school has been incredible working with me, and I, I try to get my work done as best I can. I do get it done. And so, um, yep, junior year. I'm actually, I'm at school right now oh. while I'm doing this. Oh, you are? I am. So what did you do? You stand up in math class and go, hey, I got an interview with uh, Tom Bernard podcast. I got to go. I'll be back in about a half an hour. <laughs> Is that what you do? Um, well, well, lucky enough, it's, it's basically my lunch break right now. So, oh, we don't want to so hold up. Very your, nice. 
Your lunch break. We don't want to take you away from your lunch break. You're I mean, a hard-working person. Oh, it's okay. I will find time to eat. I will eat in between this. It's all good. I mean, do you get <laughs> my wife Catherine there just uh, just made a statement. Do you get at sometimes just you must get really tired. You're going to school. You're doing five movies. You're doing promotion. You're doing interviews. I mean, you're 16 years old. Doesn't it wear you out? Yes, I would say I get a little tired, but I also like it a lot. Yeah. And so I think that's, like, what keeps me going with it. And, and yeah, I'm pretty good at balancing out everything so that I don't get, like, worn out with it. So if you, if you would give advice to other 16-year-old boys and girls out there about how to, you know, how to work, you know, work around a school schedule, a social schedule, a job schedule, I mean, at 16, and there's probably not a lot of people like you that can do that, do you think? Um, well, I will say I feel like a lot of people my age, at least my friends that I know, Although they might not be acting, I do think they have pretty busy schedules as well, just with school and their sports. A lot of my friends' sports schedules are crazy. And so I think a lot of people know how to balance it. But I would say just getting it done. And if there's something that you're not enjoying in your schedule, don't do it. Because you don't need to if, if mm-hmm. it's not fun for you and it's, yeah. it's not worth time. That does make sense. Yes, that's good advice. It is indeed. Now, okay, so basically we could find secret headquarters. We can find that on, you said, Paramount Plus, correct? Yes, Paramount Plus. Okay, and then um, Boys of Summer? Uh, that, have you Boys sh- of Summer. I don't know where that's going yet. I can't say either. So oh, okay, okay. stay tuned. A unicorn for Christmas is that uh, is that on on television now? I mean, for Christmas this this that, Christmas. That isn't yet. I don't think, and I also don't know where that's going yet. But oh, okay. stay tuned. <laughs> but I mean, you you were in hot pursuit in every other holiday, so you've done very very well for a sixteen year old. I don't know if you know that or not, Abby. Well, thank you. It's all true. Abby, come back and join us as soon as you, as soon as you find out exactly what's going on with your other movies. We'd love to talk to you more about your upcoming projects, okay? Yes, I will come back. Thank you guys so much for letting me come on. Oh, it's a joy having today. you on. Abby James Witherspoon, thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. 
I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. See, now there's a, a young girl, very famous name, obviously. You know, Reese Witherspoon is her aunt and got her involved. That's got to help. I, I would, would think. Imagine, <laughs> I would imagine that's probably true. But she's 16. She had a hell of a good attitude, didn't you think? Well, yeah. I mean, think about most people. If you think about yourself at 16. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing a lot. What, what, what were you interested in? Yeah, that might have been a problem. Coming Me home, at 16. playing video games. Hey, I was How many a dance six days a week. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you think about it, you know, yeah, if she's on the cheerleading squad, too, that's like a... And I had a job. Or cheer. Cheer is different than cheerleading, right? It is? No. No? No. I thought there was a... Okay. I always thought they were the same thing. Oh, I'm thinking dance team. Sorry. Yeah, dance team's different than cheer. But no. Yeah, cheers. But, but cheers like a commitment, too. You can't just, like, waltz in and not know the... <clears throat> not know the choreography and I stuff, right? I was dancing six days a week. I had a job, and I went to school full-time. Were 16. you making movies? But I wasn't. I <laughs> yeah, never why weren't you making movies? I'm just saying, like, I was, I just never Yeah, that was any, on had your, any fame. Well, you didn't want. But I was real busy. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, most of the time. So how did you do that, Alex? You were that busy. How, how did you pull that off? I've always just loved, I mean, I had a mother who I drove her to a million things. <laughs> well, not when I was 16. Not I drove 16, myself. Not at 16. I drove but myself. But yeah, for years that, and years drove, before then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in college, I double majored, triple minored, had two jobs and nannied and choreographed dance pieces and was in other dance pieces. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, remember how much energy you had when you were 16? Oh, God, it's like yes. like endless amounts of energy. I feel like I still have, I don't know. But I mean, it's 16. You have yeah. a lot of energy. I don't know. I've a, I'm just like, I'm also just a run around, do lots of things type of person. Yes. You know, like. You are. I just need to be. Got to be moving. I got to be doing stuff all the time. and Got to be moving on. Exactly. Yeah. I know when my kids start school. Oh, week, my God. I can't fun believe. Dance the week after. She has dance two days a week. Yep. And, and so it begins. Sage is now, he's starting gymnastics today. Oh, today he starts gymnastics. His first day, oh, all morning. He's like, can goodness. we go to gymnastics yet? When can we go to gymnastics? I want to go to gymnastics. <laughs> oh, God. So we're doing, it's his first Can't day Can't wait to today. see all his new tricks oh, in a gosh. week. 
He's going to be, as long as there's a foam pit to jump in, he'll be happy. I suppose that's true. Yeah, it'll be interesting. i got to read you a story that just popped up on my screen. On the heels of stories about quiet quitting, you, you've heard about quiet quitting, right? Yes. Paige just told me about this at the game last night. I was like, I have never yeah, heard quiet of quitting. this. And it's not really. And there's quiet firing, too. You fire people quietly. Yeah, it's basically like ghosting is what it was in the dating world where yeah, like you right. just stop talking to the person slowly so quiet quitting a workplace trend in which employees are doing the bare minimum to keep their jobs comes hand wringing over one man's very opposite work mindset it's that of the ceo of india's bombay shaving company who took to social media this week to opine on how much he thinks young employees should put into their careers turns out shantanu deshpande Expects quite a lot from uh, newbies, according to his Tuesday LinkedIn post. Now, this is for basically Andy and Alex. Get their opinion, and Catherine, you can throw yours in no there, opinion. too. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it is, and we'll find opinion. out if you have an opinion. Uh, anyway, uh, according to his Tuesday LinkedIn post, where he advises them to throw yourself into your job to the tune of 18-hour days for at least four to five years. Okay, what? It's a little excessive. Well, <laughs> I would say if you want to become a CEO yeah. or something, yeah. or if you've got some sort of a drive to do something that you have like to do that specific. for, yeah. <laughs> become partner in a law firm or something, yeah. Well, and there are people that work to live, and there are people that live to work. There are some people that just don't really find much of an identity in their job, and they're like, I just show up and I do what's asked of me, I clock out, and then I move on with my life. And That's how a lot of people are. Yeah, which I think is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Mm, and then, there, and then there are people like you, Dad, that it's like your driven persona is, your job is a huge part of who you are. Well, and when you're a public figure, that does take over, that's true. Yeah, but you also get very wrapped up and involved in everything that happens with your job mm. and it's just it's a huge part of who you are you mean i'm successful is that what you're saying you are also <laughs> successful that's also part of it okay both of you i want to hear you using this this is an indian word from mr shantanu in india whenever um andy in your case ethan starts crying or alex either fawn or uh, sage starts crying Say what he said, and I quote, stop the Rana Donna. You know what Rana Donna, R-O-N-A-D-H-O-N-A. You know what Rana Donna is? No. I don't know. It's crying in India. Uh, stop your Rana Donning. I love that. I would never tell my kids to stop crying. <laughs> Worship your work, he writes. Don't do random Ranadana crying. Take it on the chin and be relentless as for the much-coveted work-life uh, balance. Dashpanda notes that's something that is indeed important, but not that early. See, I tend to agree with him. Unless at a very young age you're willing to bust your ass, why would I want you as an employee? Right? You're very young. You need to earn your way to a, to a living. It's not what a lot of people believe. Mm, you no. got that right. They believe I have a people... college degree, so I'm entitled to $300,000 a year. That's what they think, though. They think they're going to get out of college and make a half a million a year. Yep. It's like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, they're told that having a college degree makes them smarter and better and more moral well, and well, cooler. It and... It's Dad's sister, Bobby. Mm -hmm. um, she was telling me about a person that she knew that was in HR. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times when you go in for a job interview, they ask you what you expect to be earning. Oh, right, yeah. Yes. And she said that... I'd say, isn't that your job? 
Well, you probably won't get the job then. <laughs> probably not. You figure it out. And it was by, by and far the people that thought that they should get the most for just having a four-year degree, no masters, no experience mm-hmm. whatsoever, were, were white males. Mm-hmm. Mm. They thought that they I don't were, believe that. It was like twice the amount. Well, that's what she. I mean, it's an well, I mean, sure, person. thirty years ago, maybe. Well, I think it might still be true. I think people think that their college degree, because they're paying so much for a college degree, is worth a lot more in the marketplace well, they're paying than a lot it more actually than is. They, are, they, to, they were they have to exactly pay for their college degree. A yeah. friend of mine, I can't say who it was, say who it was went to a um, college. Can't say where that is either without giving away everything. When he went there, he was paying forty-three hundred dollars a year in tuition. Mm-hmm. The tuition at that school now is a hundred thousand dollars. Well, and you think about that. It's like, okay, I'm going to college and I'm paying these fine people $100,000 a right, year to get right. educated. Why would I be coming out and not you, make? You're, when you're dealing with those kind of numbers, yeah. you know, I've been paying that out for four years. Why shouldn't I make Right. Yeah, know, but to me, that's like saying I, I pay yeah. the Church of Scientology $500,000. Why shouldn't I get superpowers? Because you got scammed. Sorry. But well, this, I'm just saying well, that that's, that's this, true. This guy graduated. A bit of a if you pay $100,000 a year for an education, you're getting scammed. This guy graduated 27 years ago. In 27 years, it's gone up yep. 25 times in cost. I don't doubt it at all. It goes up basically every every. <sighs> Every year, it almost like said, my, doesn't double, but whole, my God. The whole college model has been <clears throat> archaic, it's and disgusting. they are enriched like crazy, yep. oh, yeah. and they always act like they don't have any money as yep. they're buying up every hospital and every yep. medical building mm-hmm. in the world. It's like, yeah. yeah, I don't think you guys are poor. I don't know why it has to be $100,000 to educate somebody. Oh, I it's agree. Like, I went to... Ridiculous. What do you take at the most? Four classes a semester or a quarter? Some people. Well, I mean, generally, you can take as many as you want. I technically, took, well, I, I know, took but like I mean, to, to do a four-year degree, you generally yeah. only have to do about four classes. I mean, Something depending like on the credits, because some classes are four credits. Some yeah, well, that's are what two, I'm saying. You, but yeah. I'm just saying it's four. So you've got four teachers for an entire semester. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying the math just doesn't seem to add up. And I don't know. It was the hundred thousand dollars including housing and food no. and all that. That's just tuition. Just tuition. So on top well, of that, you've got housing Probably and another 25 grand. Well, we went yeah. to easily. Dan and I, last fall, he went to St. Thomas and I went to St. Kate's in St. Paul, Minnesota. And we were in St. Paul and we were like, oh, let's go to the campuses and see how much they've changed. Because right. we had heard how St. Right. Thomas campus had changed a ton. It has grown like crazy. And so we went to the St. Thomas campus. It is it's unbelievable how much bigger it is and how nice the buildings are and there's like an underground tunnel thing connecting everything and it's they have had so much money given to them since Mm -hmm. i was there and like i went one of my majors was in journalism minors one of my minors was in journalism and so i spent quite a bit of time on the saint thomas campus because i took my journalism classes there and yeah it's humongous and has so much money and then we went to the st kate's campus because i was like oh let's see how my school like what looks what's different that looks exactly the same Doesn't really it? yeah <laughs> i was like we obviously don't get as much money as st thomas people that's weird <laughs> i don't know all right time to wrap it up we got one more tomorrow before the vacation week coming mm-hmm. up Hey-o. 
No, Mom sure and Alex won't week. be here, Andy. You and I will have to carry yeah, you the mantle. Hold. Oh, tomorrow is like carry next week. I'm the only one that's going to be here next week. But you're talking All about right. Tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Bye.